Welcome to the Everletic Bites Expert Chats Podcast, where we get professional insights from thought leaders in marketing and business communication so you can amplify your campaigns. Hello and welcome to another Evolutic Podcast episode. Today we're chatting to Candice Lee Reeves, the writer who compiled Evolutic's latest email marketing benchmarks report. Candice will be telling us a bit about the report and what insights have come out of the data this year. Morning Candice, how are you doing? Hey, really good. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. So Candice, tell us about the Evolutic Benchmarks report. I understand you've worked on quite a few of them before. The Benchmarks report has been around in Evolutic for a while. Every couple of years, so every two years, um, Evolytic will release this benchmarks report. And the intention is to, to have a look at the, you know, billions of emails that are sent in South Africa over the previous two years and then to gauge kind of what the engagement benchmarks are across the industry or across the various industries so that email marketers, you know, in the country have something to measure their emails against. So sort of normal averages that they can measure against so they know how well their campaigns are actually performing. Okay, awesome. What happened a couple of years ago when COVID started is is we started, the industry started changing, everything kind of went haywire, world started working a bit differently. And we thought, well, what the heck's happening to email marketing? You know, like obviously the engagement stats are going to be changing. Of course. What exactly is going to change? We thought that it might be interesting to do a bit of a comparison. So the last in, in 2020, we did a, a bit of a more of an in-depth kind of analysis to see what exactly had changed from the previous benchmarks to give email marketers a bit of a, a, a guideline for how they may want to adapt their campaigns, considering what's changing in the world. This year now, we've just done it again, but now it's looked at what email marketing was during COVID versus how it's kind of shifted now that all of the lockdowns got lifted and things like that. So like the back to normal kind of analysis. Exactly. Going back. Yeah, I mean, at the risk of sounding a bit dramatic, I think it's a particularly notable time in history right now. What does it mean to be back to normal? Is it back to the way it's always been or not? So in, it's probably inevitable that there will be some changes, but I suppose that's what the benchmark report is there to help us gauge what's happened, mm, right? Mm, exactly. So I understand this year's insights were pulled from over 10 billion emails sent since 2020. Yeah, it's the amount of data is absolutely insane it, and it keeps increasing. Oh, you know, like, of course, email marketing just seems to be growing constantly and it makes sense. But yeah, so the, the data was gathered from more than 10 billion emails sent in 2020 and 2022. So we compared 20, 2022's data to 2020 data. And between those two years, it worked out to over 10 billion emails. And the stats even counted over 2 billion email opens as well. So within those 10 billion emails, 2 billion of them were actually opened. The average database size as well was about 20,000. So anyone, the average number of people that were sent an email by any one client at any one time, the average was 20,000, which is also just a staggering number. Yes, definitely. I mean, with that large amount of data, we're bound to get some really interesting insights, right? Yeah, no, definitely. It's uh, really cool to be able to really dig into numbers like that too. So let's get digging into it. Um, tell us what you found in the analysis. What are some of the key takeouts from the report? 
So I'm going to start out there. There are a few few interesting trends, two sort of angles, and I'm going to start with the industry trends that we we spotted along the way. Sure. First off, there was hospitality, travel, and tourism. So during COVID, obviously lockdown happened, people stopped traveling. We noticed a substantial drop in email opens during that time. So travel industry took a bit of a knock. In 2022, on the other hand, we've now seen that email opens are up by almost 50% since wow, then. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really, you know, your little traveler heart kind of beams at the idea that I know, right? travel's <laughs> coming back. <laughs> We're all so excited. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's apparently a thing at the moment with called revenge travel. So, you know, during lockdown, we weren't permitted to travel and now travel's back on the cards again and people are traveling a little bit more and they call it revenge travel. So it kind of aligns to these other sort of things that we see in the world, which is which is fun. Well, this is definitely my favorite stat from the report. I know for sure I'm looking forward to start traveling again and visiting friends and family overseas. Um, so that's super exciting. Great news. And also great news for everyone in the travel industry to know that their campaigns will be performing well again, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then in what other industries did you notice some trends, Candice? Yeah, there, there are a few. So there was technology. The opens were up and clicks were up. So opens were up by 43% to 29.58%. So almost a third of all emails that were were sent got opened. And clicks were up by tremendously as well, by 73%. What? Up to 3.55%. No, that doesn't sound, 3.55% doesn't sound like it's a lot, but it's quite high in, you know, in the bigger scheme of things. We can look at all the data at Everlytic. We can, we can see what emails are being sent, what the click through rates are, what the open rates are, and that kind of thing. But because we don't work necessarily in the tech, well, well, we do work in the tech industry. Um, but I mean, a lot of these industries we don't necessarily, we don't have firsthand knowledge of. So we can look mm. at the data and we can speak about the data and we say the data has shifted, but we can't necessarily say it was caused by this. What we can do is we can speculate and we can see like, well, okay, this has kind of happened in the past. So, so this is, we assume that maybe this is related. I think it would be really interesting to see. If people from these other these industries can give us feedback and tell us what they think about it, so that would be super helpful. Yes. Yeah. So in terms of technology, we assume and we speculate that that it may be related to during COVID, everybody lockdown happened, everybody went online. You know, the tech space kind of became the meeting place for everyone, and a lot of little tech businesses would have started as a result. And now that we've kind of gotten out of that bubble, the COVID lockdown bubble, um, I think those technologies sort of that move to technology is kind of growing and expanding. And probably will continue to do so, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's shifted the way the world works a lot. So yeah, I imagine they will grow more in the future as well. Another one we saw was in logistics. Average clicks are down substantially. So they were down by 61% to 1.08%. That's quite interesting. Yeah. It's strange because one would assume with every, well, not, you know, with more people buying online. Well, I can vouch for myself, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. So with more people buying online, you would think that there would be more engagement with email than there w- was before. But the clicks are down. Again, we don't know why that is, but when we were chatting about it within the business, we, we thought that maybe deliveries have just become so normal that people don't rely as much on, an, you know, clicking on an email to, to track. Well, yeah, to track it and yeah. to, to understand what's happening. 
Um, could well be it, right? Mm, it could be. Mm. But then again, um, you know, we don't work in the logistics space. So this is a call. This is, this is a call out to, to businesses in the logistics space to let us know what you think. What's happening, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then there were other ones too. Business and consulting. This was, this one was pretty substantial. So there was a 128% increase in click to open rates since 2020 that's massive yeah almost so what this is is that almost the new stat shows that almost half of all the email recipients who open their emails also click on a link in that email that's good news for With, people in that industry right? yeah that's so, what we want i mean definitely it's it's really interesting to see so some people say that that may be because businesses are focusing more on their core businesses a bit more and mm. outsourcing other business support functions to the more, you know, other support businesses that can deal with those sorts of things like printing companies and, I don't know, marketing consultants and tax and auditing rather than developing and building their own departments within their organizations themselves and managing those kind of peripheral functions uh, to keep the business running there, they're outsourcing it instead. Um, yeah, which is an interesting theory too. Really? Yeah. And then you also, um, I saw you also mentioned education and training. Yeah. So tell yeah. us about that. Yeah. Education and training has been pretty interesting, particularly around the unsubscribe rate. So now the data shows it's had the highest drop in unsubscribes since 2020. So the unsubscribe rate has dropped by 59%. Now, what's made that particularly interesting is that the unsubscribes in the educational industry were at an all-time high for them in 2020. Okay. And that's quite a huge, you know, fluctuation mm. to go from an all time, you know, people are really unsubscribing during 2020, but they're unsubscribing so much less in 2022. So they definitely didn't want to receive the content then. And now they definitely do. Yeah. Kind basically. of thing. And then I mean, you can, we can dig into that a little bit deeper. I mean, education again, went substantially online. Like a lot of kids were, we're studying online. Varsities went online. Everything went online in 2020. And these were educational organizations that were not necessarily prepped for doing mm. things online. So it makes a bit more sense that they'd be struggling a little bit at the time to kind of find their feet. But what it has also shown now, if with unsubscribes being so much lower, is that they've clearly doing something right. Yes. Um, the education space has, has adapted to a more online environment and the messaging that they're sending now is valuable too. But I mean, also a lot of them won't be so much online anymore. You know, they would have been a lot more online in 2020, what 2022, you know, everybody's gone back to school. So, so that may play a part as well. Definitely. I'm not surprised about what it suggests about the education industry, but also the way in which it's going. I personally think there's definitely a space where we can expect an even larger shift from them towards more online activities. I think now that they've kind of learned the ropes about how to do it, it just becomes much easier to continue doing it and offering more options totally. for people. Totally. Um, I saw that there's also a big change to platform rates. Can you maybe tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, sure. This was a big one. We, it really surprised us at first because we saw that desktop and mobile opens plummeted across all industries and the use of web apps skyrocketed. So okay. we thought, what does this mean? What the heck happened? Um, you know, up until the 2022 data, the trend had always been, you know, that people were opening more 
on mobile. You know, we have our emails on our That's phones. That's what's expected, right? Yeah, it's, it's we're, we live in a mobile, technologically supported world, you know. Um, Especially in South Africa. So, yeah, we, we've never seen such a low mobile open rate, you know, in the stats that, that we've had since we've been doing the benchmarks report. But there's a reason for that. Yeah. So what we know, what we realized is that during this time, what's also happened is there's been a big shift towards email privacy and data privacy in general. And the way that platforms like Apple Mail and Gmail have adapted to give people the ability to choose how much marketers can track how they engage with the emails has really changed our tracking with mm. the platform rates. So for instance, a lot's changed around email opens. So how we can track an email open and these platforms are kind of technically opening the emails before the readers necessarily opening the email. So okay. the stat that we receive, that Everlytic will receive on the other end is not necessarily an actual open by a human being, it's an open by the technology itself. The data is not necessarily accurate. Okay. It's not necessarily wrong. Some of it will be right. Some of it will be, will not be right. It's just harder to, it's, to track. It's become a lot harder to, to track. So this is great news for privacy, but not so great news for marketers. Yeah, well, it you know, that can be debated <laughs> because, I mean, obviously – when you can track these things, you can send much more personalized messaging, which is valuable to the recipient. But yes, what it does do is it skews these platform rates. So even though in the stats we see that desktop and mobile opens are down and web app is open, it doesn't mean necessarily that people are not opening on their mobile phones anymore. What it means is that we just can't really know for sure exactly where they're opening. And um, what... We need to look at different things to measure the success of our emails. Yeah, definitely. That's part of it. Um, we need to have definitely look at clicks rather. So, so leaning more towards measuring success based on click rates rather than open rates. Um, and also the importance of screen responsive design. A recipient must be able to open it on a mobile phone, on a tablet, on a laptop, and not need to like pinch to zoom or scroll from side to side to be able to read a sentence. It needs to adapt to the different screens. Definitely. Um, and that's uh, that's just becoming more and more um, necessary just yeah, across the board. It's not a nice to have, it's a must have, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in today's world, it's... It just has to be done. Of course, that's why the Everlytic platform is so great, because it's already automated and optimized for screen responsiveness. Yeah, that is one of the cool things. I mean, Everlytic's prepped for it. It's, the build has been screen responsive for years. So um, we do the job on behalf of marketers. Exactly. You don't even need to think about it, which definitely you know, gives you one less thing to deal with. So, Candice, it's fascinating to take note of everything that's happening in the industry and how things have changed and what's gone up and down. As a marketer, my first thought is, however, what does that mean for me? And also, how do I improve my own email campaigns to perform better? So are there some tips that you can share for how people can move towards more click-prioritized email marketing then? Yeah, there, so there are two key ways to adjust. And the first way is to start optimizing your emails for clicks. So opens are obviously still important because, you know, the person still needs to open the email to read the email. And so don't, you know, forget about your subject lines and your preview text and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But in terms of clicks, the things 
that determines whether or not somebody's going to click is more the email message and the design itself. So what's in the actual email? And there are many tips and guidelines that you can find on their website. Will you give website. us a few? <laughs> yes, I have a few. But I mean, like, if you want to go and dig in, you go, you go, can just go to the, the website and search for copywriting tips and design tips. But a few that we do have are, for instance, copywriting tips. They would be keep your t- sentences short. So use shorter words, get to the point, speak really simply so everybody can understand. When you use too many long words, it becomes burdensome for the reader to kind of try and process what you're saying. So the simpler your language, the better. And it sounds like such an easy thing to do, but I often find it's the hardest, especially for people in the corporate world, right? They like their long words and their complicated sentences. Yeah, it, it kind of flies in the face of, you know, when, you, when you're at school, you, you're taught to, to use more words and longer words. and Sound clever. Sound clever. <laughs> But in the business world, it actually, funnily enough, studies have shown that simpler language is not only easier to understand, but it's also because people can understand you better, they realize how smart you actually are. <laughs> it's because you're not using fancy words and you're not like going over their heads kind of thing. No so, one wants to figure out what you're actually trying to say. Just you, get to the point. Just get to the point. And that's what writing is. It's about communication at the end of the day. But yes, yeah, so... Keep your sentences short and your, your language simple. Use strong nouns and verbs rather than adjectives and adverbs. So instead of saying something like, she walked quickly, say, she ran or she hurtled or something like, use, use richer nouns and des- describing okay. actual words for the thing that they're doing rather than using an, an ly a word ending in L-Y to describe the thing. Okay. Then use active voice rather than passive voice whenever possible. So say, get this benchmarks report on the Evolytic website here, um, rather than saying the Evolytic benchmarks report can be found on the website. You know, it's, it's just about restructuring your sentences to be more direct rather than sort of, beating around the bush to okay. get to the point. Then use subheadings to give your your text more visual breathing room and so people can kind of like scan through your content to see what it's all about without having to read a big chunk of text. Use bulleted lists, same kind of principle. Gives your eye kind of something to hook onto and to to kind of scan to get kind of a bit of the, the messaging without having to necessarily read the entire thing. And then create a sense of urgency in your call to action buttons. So have something that is like a more active. Good old FOMO. Yeah. And maybe being more direct in your call to actions as well. So, so something that's just like something that is enticing to get somebody to move. Cool. So these are great. Um, but obviously design is equally important, right? The visual aspect. Do you maybe have some design tips for us as well today? Yeah, sure. So one of them is designing for dark mode. So a lot of the time people are opening the emails in dark mode and your images are not necessarily catering for them. That's something that might be easy to forget. Yeah, it really is, especially if, you know, you use, you don't use dark mode and, and well, your designer doesn't use dark mode and they just don't think for the dark mm. mode population. I know I don't, so... Yeah, no, so that's... Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely something to to keep in mind. 
Uh, then don't use decorative fonts for big sections of text. So rather keep your big chunks of text, make them, you know, something that's easier to read. That's not going to be draining for somebody to read long reams of, of, of your message. Alternate your text with images to break up sections and add some variety. So they're not just reading text, 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 text. They have a bit of mm. text and image and text and definitely image. less boring right it's less boring and you know it gives them a little bit of visual stimulation somewhere along the line and so it's yeah. an enjoyable kind of flow which is uh, seems to do quite well then include white space so like breaks between your text and images and padding around different email elements so it's not quite smushed all together because again that's a, it's a visual breathing room thing the, the experience of reading it needs to be quite spacious and make a person feel like they're they can be relaxed when they're enjoying it shouldn't feel like work it must be enjoyable yeah it's not a report like let's not send them like a detailed report on this whatever's going on in this email to send them something that they can enjoy then ensure your links look like links so the standard when you have a you know hyperlink text is is blue underlined text make sure it looks kind of like mm. that or that it's kind of looks a bit different to normal text because if it isn't highlighted in some way then people are not going to know it's a link so try to stick oh, to we definitely don't want that we want them to click those we links we want them to <laughs> click absolutely and then use high quality graphics so have some you know images that are going to look good across all devices as well then yeah so that that's the you know optimize optimize your emails for clicks the second way to do it is to you know adapt how you track and measure your emails so leaning more towards the clicks rather than the opens yes but even how also how you trigger and adapt your automation journey so that needs to be um, taken into account as well that's where it gets really interesting right yeah, when you start putting together a whole email automation journey um, and and that kind of thing, you definitely need to keep those sorts of things in mind. I mean, it didn't come automatically to me when I thought about it. You know, I'd initially thought, okay, we'll just measure based on clicks rather than opens. But no, an organization may have all sorts of automated messaging that they need to relook at uh, now that we're leaning more towards the clicks rather than the open. So ways in which you can do that are, for one, have a look to see how much of your database is using, for instance, Gmail email addresses and Apple Mail, you know, wherever possible. It's it's a bit harder to track now that Apple Mail's got this whole system in place. But wherever you can try and be aware, try to be aware how much of your database is impacted by these things so that you can get a a rough estimate for for how much of your stats, what percentage of your stats will be are more likely to be skewed. Okay. Then the other way is to, like I said, prioritize clicks rather than opens. Obviously, in the way you measure the success of your messaging. So use the clicks benchmarks as more of a guideline to work with. But also, like I said, if, you, if you're triggering a workflow on automated message or, or an autoresponder of sorts based on whether or not somebody has opened an email, you'll need to shift that to be based on click as if they clicked on an email rather instead or if you're doing like an a b split test where you're testing two different versions of an email measure the success of the email based on whether or not somebody clicked in it rather than opened it because again this the click rate stats will be more accurate than your opens okay 
And yeah, like I mentioned before, optimize your call to actions to hopefully get more clicks. Because that's ultimately what we want, right? Is we don't want them to just consume. We want them to do something. Generally, that is the, that is <laughs> that's the, <point>. the plan. <laughs> Thank you so much, Candice. It's been really fun and insightful to chat with you. And thanks for sharing the findings of the reports and the tips. They'll come in really handy. The full report is, of course, available on our Evolitic website on the Marketing Guides page under the Resources menu. So go have a look there if you'd like to read the whole report. Thanks for listening and look out for our next episode coming soon. Well, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.